doing is this eric this is eric awesome it's so good to hear you how are you i'm doing good how about you valeria oh good thanks missed you cosmoverse i was so sad we had so much fun last time i know that was yeah i you know i liked this cosmoverse but i do think columbia was more fun so yeah, at least maybe that'll make you feel a little better right. yeah it makes me feel a little bit better like medellin is just top tier <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the people, you know, um, uh, to me, that's actually made the difference. Like in Turkey, they're nice, but it's not the same. Like when it's your people. Yeah. That's a little very smooth. Like Yeah. So I, I did make you co-host. So, cause I don't know the other profile that's going to come up. So you can, you know, let the man speak. So his handle is emperor underscore JM, Adrian Thompson. He's right here. I requested him to speak. I I sent him an invite, but I'm not sure he's getting it. I just messaged him to see. It's it's the technical differences, difficulties ever since Elon took over is just rough. (laughs) I don't know. Some of those uh, existed before Elon. So let's not be too hard. All right. All right. Okay. (laughs) We'll keep it civil. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in case he's listening oh, right? he's always listening to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny there we go awesome hey adrian adrian are you able to hear valeria sure. you're on mute right now in case you are all right so we'll see if we can figure it out yeah sounds good awesome awesome well uh, I want to thank you guys for, um, you know, joining us here that Babylon has this little show called Bitcoin Scaling Sessions. And uh, it's really cool because we've gotten to showcase all the different protocols that we've um, integrated with. And so I'm really excited to learn more about Archway, learn more about what you guys do and allow the audience to, you know, learn more about what we're doing together and just, you know, what our goals are here for the future. So just thank you all for, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm really excited. Anything with you is always a, a great time. Um, yeah, I think you were my first Twitter Spaces um, with Cosmos Spaces, so I'm really excited and really excited about what you guys are doing at Babylon. So I'm really excited to dive into it. And I just said excited like five times. So, <laughs> so are you excited? I, I didn't catch yeah, that. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> All right, so I do see Adrian's having a little bit of technical difficulty. He's requesting to speak again. So while we wait for him to get all settled in, um, this will be good because then I, I can focus on you, Valeria. You know, like you said, you you did your space, you know, your first time with us. And you've helped us out a lot in the Spanish community. But, um, you know, this is a new audience. So let's let's let this new audience know a little bit more about you. Could you 
Tell me a little bit about your journey into crypto. Sure. That's always a fun story. So um, I started in crypto. My first introduction to crypto was 2018. So previously I had studied history and German. So was probably going to end up as a teacher. Um, that's I, Hey, I, I'm a teacher, so don't feel bad. I'm like, that's actually my real life job. I'm a teacher. That's so cool. my, my major with my major is history and journalism. Oh, look so at that. not too far off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so <laughs> essentially, um, yeah, so I studied history in German, had no idea about technology. It was like, I, I really just was not into it. And then I was on a plane flying back from Boston to Puerto Rico. And um, I get this random person seated next to me. And he, when he finds out that I speak a few languages, so I, I do speak English, Spanish, French, German, Russian. Um, we got into talking. And then when he found out I spoke a couple languages, he was like, oh my God, you should get into crypto. You know, those are kind of the areas, the regions that are really big in this industry. Um, I'll hire you. And I was like, all right. Oh, you man. know, <laughs> man on a plane offering me a job at three in the morning. It's a little sketchy, but I looked the company up on, on LinkedIn and it was legit. Um, he was actually the person who built um, Binance's options trading platform. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I, I worked with him for about six months on an exchange called Leverage. And then we were bought out by a company um, in Singapore. So I worked at that company. It was an um, OTC desk um, in Singapore for two years. And then um, I kind of jumped off that boat and went into the cosmos with Quicksilver. Um, so some of you might know me from there. Um, those were the yeah, first, that's what I know. You yeah, from. exactly. So those <laughs> are the first spaces that we did. Those were always a really good time. Um, that was my first spaces in Spanish as well. Um, so was with Quicksilver for a while, and after Cosmoverse, I made the switch over to Archway. So it's been a good journey. Yeah. So it, it sounds like if you did it in 2018, you did it right after that bear market crash in 2017 so you weren't scarred like like the rest of us yeah were. exactly i was all excited you know <laughs> seeing the prices were low i was like "Ooh, let's go buy and everyone else That's was awesome. just like really sad about everything <laughs> yeah so so just so you know a little bit more about me i actually um started to get into crypto in 2017 um a buddy of mine uh, who was an engineer was just like really into crypto and he'd always like talk about it kind of a, would always ignore him and then he's like there's this new token called ethereum and uh, bitcoin cost three thousand dollars so it's it's too expensive already it's already passed this up you know it's funny to hear that in hindsight and uh, you know we need to get into ethereum and so i was like all right let's try looking into it i i got in before for the bull rush and uh you know i got that that high of seeing my tokens go up a lot in value but um i got greedy and held <laughs> and so the the crash was very demoralizing i never sold i would i didn't get like bitter and, and sell it but um for sure it kept me away from crypto for for a long time for for a few months maybe maybe up to a year i check in periodically and you know like i'm saying that but now that i think about it it wasn't until right before covid like 2020 that really got me back into the space where um everything went really really down and so my friends like hey it's a time to start you know buying back in and so that's what caused me to start looking more into different ecosystems and um i was really into like a bunch of different ones and i just randomly ra randomly ended up uh, like in this token called uh, Carbon, which is Switchio. And um, I just started look, trying to see more things that were in the ecosystem there. And I saw it was built on Cosmos SDK. And I was like, what's Cosmos? And so 
that's kind of where I actually met Gaines. Gaines was big into Switchio and we just hit it right off. Like he's an awesome guy who, uh, really personable. You can, he's so passionate. And so we just became best buds there talking in these little small spaces with just about carbon. And we were like, we need to reach more people. And so we started doing spaces, um, to try to get more people from Cosmos to know about carbon. And we just got stuck in this ecosystem. We, we just enjoyed it so much. And so, uh, since 2021, um, we, like I met him in late 2021, like in November. And then, um, yeah, since 2022, we started Cosmos Spaces, started doing spaces for protocols, and we prided ourselves on like never like charging for them, but like just being passionate and truly trying to educate people. So it's been quite the journey of just, uh, you know, like going from highs and lows and then just uh, leading, like taking you where your passion leads you. It's been a lot of fun. I wouldn't change anything about it, but uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it. That's awesome. I love to hear that. And yeah, I mean, I think you guys made a really great impact with Cosmos Spaces, um, even just like opening up that Spanish community, right? Because like, um, yeah. I first met you guys, um, I think it was early 2022. And you guys opened up my eyes to the fact that there was a Spanish community in Cosmos. <laughs> you know, I started, yeah. you know, creating content in Spanish and, and meeting with you guys and, and joining your spaces. And it was super exciting, you know, to be connected to just like another side of crypto, usually, you know, you, you kind of stick to like the North American um, side of stuff. So um, yeah. yeah, you guys are great. Um, I really commend you for the work that you guys do with Cosmos Spaces. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, what, what's really cool at Cosmoverse, um, I actually met like a lot of people who talk Spanish that I would have never would have guessed they talk Spanish. There was a guy from Poland, a guy from Ukraine who they just knew Spanish. And I guess, you know, that's more common in Europe. But for me, I was like, we were struggling talking in English. We could have spoken Spanish to each other this whole time. And so it was just really cool how Spanish does bring a lot of people together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And through you guys, I've, I've met really great people like Nacion Crypto and a few of the people in the DR um, that do really great stuff as well. You know, have their own validator yeah. communities, have their own builder communities. And it's been useful because now we've brought them into the Archway ecosystem, right? So um, kind of just expanding that and be able to decentralize, not just, um, you know, in a tech perspective, but also decentralize uh, in terms of localization, in terms of geography, which is also a really important part of um, decentralization that a lot of people don't consider. Yeah. Now, and so. you're so right about those guys from DR, like Crypto Monedas, like they are, I just said that in a white way. Criptomonedas. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Um, those guys are so passionate and they do such good work too, like the video skills and just like interviewing skills. Like they really do bring a lot to the table. So yeah, props to them. Yeah, absolutely. I actually spoke to oh, them. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. It's great. So um, I, yeah. I did want to ask you, Valeria, do you remember the first time you ever heard about Bitcoin? Oh my God. Yeah. I was actually at a lunch table in my university. So at BU um, in like 2016. And one of my friends comes up to me, he was like a finance major and he's like, Oh, like there's this thing called Bitcoin. It's so cool. And he's like, it's, it's internet money. And I was like, Oh, what a scam. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then never heard it again until like, Two years later, it's 2018, and I'm like, ah, oh. oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened to me. Like, I I yeah. wish I knew. Like, I wish I had a moment like you that you knew exactly. You know, the year. I just remember, 
like I would always be on the internet and I remember like just seeing like news articles like for me like I would think about it like a evil PayPal because uh, that's the only connection I can, I can make to anything digital and having to do with money and just you know what the news would put out oh it's used for black market stuff and illegal activity so I was, I was like oh it's a scam I know to stay away from it but um yeah I, I definitely whenever whenever you know you learn about crypto then you just find out oh I've missed out on a huge opportunity of having that store of value and you know what else that entails so um it's always fun to to look back to you know to that first moment that you could, that the what ifs what could have been if we would have you know reacted differently to learning about it yeah absolutely i think one of the most painful stories i've ever heard is um so my my cousins um boyfriend had i think it was like maybe like a hundred something bitcoin in a wallet that he bought like back in like 2013 2014 yeah. and lost his seed phrase lost the wallet oh man and just has no idea where that money is yeah. and he just i can't talk to him about work because he just cries <laughs> yeah that would be <laughs> i bet there's so many stories like that where people just didn't know you know like what would be and so uh yeah that's that's tough for sure i don't know if i'd want to talk about it either i don't blame them yeah that's that is r rough i wonder yeah definitely like i wonder how many just like old computers are out there you know right for the taking it's like <laughs> it's like being a pirate all over again trying to find some some treasure chest oh yeah 100 percent. so now that you've um you know you learned about crypto more in 2018 um did you besides you know working with it did you ever uh really get invested into any projects besides just working for them like did you like what what is it that attracted to you about it besides you know job opportunities yeah absolutely so um so a lot of you might not know this but i'm originally from argentina so i spent the first 10 years of my life in argentina and my father's from peru and my mom's from panama so these are all um, third world countries that, um, you know, are very, well, Panama's gotten a lot better, but um, they're very corrupt and, and the currency is very volatile and you have a really large sort of like wage gap between different classes. And a lot of people are living in extreme poverty and, and volatility. And the opportunity that crypto presented to me in terms of like seeding out corruption in governments, in the accountability of accounting and the kind of just like the transparency that it presented um, really appealed to me because it showed me kind of like a possibility for the place that I call home to, you know, open up its doors to foreign investment to, you know, the first to the 21st century and kind of like make a jump into the future and, and offer more to its citizens, right? Like we're talking a long ways out, but um, it is something that, you know, definitely could absolutely advance uh, these countries, which are, you know, just with such deep seated corruption and, um, yeah. you know, price volatility. So. hundred percent. And I was actually talking to the team that I was going to really enjoy talking to you because I felt like we would probably see a lot of things the same way. And what you're talking about right now is exactly um, what attracted me to crypto is like, I, I always remember my parents sending money back. Um, my parents are from El Salvador. Uh, I was born here in the United States, but you know that's those are my roots. And so, 
I remember them going to the bank to send money to El Salvador and seeing like them get frustrated by the fees and costs that just to send their own money to their loved ones, you know, wouldn't tell. And so um, it just seeing those hardships and then seeing something like crypto where that same transaction could cost you less than pennies uh, would have made such a big difference back then. And it can still make a difference now. But yeah, just seeing um, how it can help these third world countries and countries that don't have the best banking system, don't have the best governments in place. Um, really, like, because they, they really do need that help, that protection, because, you know, the, those governments just do whatever they want sometimes. And so it, it makes it hard on the people. So I, I definitely, you know, that, that speaks to me very closely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember I lived in Argentina during the, um, the first, it, when Argentina declared bankruptcy in 2001. And from yeah. the morning to the night, everyone that had money in banks, it's just like if you had your money in an Argentinian bank in Argentinian pesos, you lost all of your money, like from one day to the next, That's you know, it, it just lost all its value. And, you know, that wouldn't happen um, in a system that uses crypto. Yeah. Right. Like people would have been able to access their money. Yeah. Um, and people weren't able to do that. And it just kept losing value. And you know how banks work. We, we just saw this happen uh, recently with Signature and, and the other two um, where, you know, people wanted to take out their money and they couldn't because banks don't really hold it. Um, but on crypto, you, if, on a blockchain, you would have the situation. Yeah. 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 Not not on a centralized exchange, but on the, on the blockchain. Yeah. You'd have access to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hi guys. That was a stressful process. I had to update Twitter. So yeah, I'm, I'm live now. <laughs> we, did, we just had to make sure you weren't a bot. Thank you for answering all those questions. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, let us know what you do at Archway and, and then we can get you included in the conversation. Oh, so I'm a part of the DevRels team here at Artway. Uh, so my role is to be a supportive um, structure behind the developer community. I make sure that whatever concerns, feedback gets to the internal um, devs, um, provide the necessary support to get dApps built on top of the Artway ecosystem, and um, provide the necessary um, documentation and, and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my main role within archway all right and how um do you guys know like how long archway has existed uh from as a as a change a minute started we got we launched minute early july july 4th something around sometime around july and then but just in terms of in terms of the internal organization behind yeah. archway i think has been around for about two years yeah. so and yeah, go ahead, Larry. I was going to say Phylob spun out of Tendermint, um, well, Ignite, previously Tendermint, um, in April of 2021. Okay. Or 2022, sorry. Yeah. 2022, gotcha. Yeah. But and then... Was... Sorry. <laughs> Archway was incubated <laughs> within Tendermint, um, and the founder, Griffin Anderson, had been working on this for about a year or two before um, Phylob spun out of Tendermint, so... Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, I was just the reason I was asking that was just I was gonna ask how how far along afterwards or during you guys ended up joining the company. Yeah, so today was actually my one year anniversary at Phylabs. So I've been contributing oh. to Archway for exactly a year. 
Oh, congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. work birthday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all, I'm almost at the year mark. So I started in January, but the process for me started last year in November. So you could say that in a sense, it's been a year, but um, yeah, it's, right. it's close to my so, anniversary. So I'm going to put you on the spot, but this is really just a way for you guys to talk how, about how great Artway is. Because I know, you know, like this is what you'll say, but like, tell us what, what like, What's your experiences working in Archway? What do you guys like the best about it? Like, how, how has that been for you, that journey this past year? Sure, I, I can go ahead and go first. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really great. So, first off, like, the core contributor, PyLabs, is a fantastic organization led by Griffin Anderson. He's the founder of um, Ar the Archway Protocol. Um, he's He was an early contributor to Consensus. So he was an early contributor to Ethereum. Um, I think he he joined Consensus back in early 2014, something like that. Um, and then he was also an early contributor to Tendermint um, for Cosmos. So he's extremely experienced and um, just a very intelligent, very great leader. Um, so it's it's really easy to kind of um, follow him and and kind of yeah. you know uh, believe in in what he says, <laughs> and, you know, support his vision. But other than that, um, the protocol I think speaks for itself. Um, the fact that the the proposition is to really reward developers for their work and and create value sharing which doesn't really exist in web3 um as of yet i think speaks to a lot of developers and and creates a little bit more of a just system which is kind of like the ethos of the crypto universe yeah. and you know in, enforces decentralization and all that stuff yeah how about for you adrian how's how's this journey been so far yeah so from my standpoint it has been great because so i started in the chain um space in 2017 early 2017 and i've been a part of this is like my third or fourth blockchain team or a blockchain because i started with eos evolution oh, yeah. os um so we were trying to we were trying to fork eos back then in 2017 and that didn't <laughs> work out but compared to the other team that i've worked with um the, um the team is is well here at Archway in terms of from technical depth, um, understanding um, what needs to be done to get a uh, functioning product out um, and, and um, getting the community behind, developer community behind um, what we're building is, is all the, the process is a bit unique compared to what I've experienced in other um, setup. Um, and I think I really like the vision. So. Yeah, as Valerio said, like it it wasn't in the back of my mind when I started with Ethereum. Like I'd be share, I, I have the opportunity to build an app and also share in the revenue generation mechanism within the e the, the ecosystem. And um, it's just a new way of thinking in terms of um, earning or generating revenue from a DAP developer's perspective. And that's one thing I really like about it. But outside of that, like the core team, like it's, it's a well put together team. And I just like the, the culture that we have here at Archway. Yeah. It's been great since January. Yeah. I think, I think most of us could say we're really blessed to, you know, be working in web three. Like this is, the you know I obviously I'm about a part of Cosmos Spaces, but uh, Babylon's the first protocol I've ever worked with, and just um, it was so cool for Cosmoverse to get to meet the team officially because everything is remote, and so sometimes you don't know you know people, but man, like it it was so cool to finally get to meet them and 
yeah, like you said, it was all about the culture, like super great guys. Um, and the, you know, everyone working for like the same purpose. Um, and, um, yeah, it, it was, it was just great. Like I've not met a group, a kinder group of guys, a great group of guys, a lot of fun. And so it really does make doing what we do every day, like really worth it. I think like it's, it's very enjoyable. Um, and it, it's awesome because you believe what you're, what you're doing, what you're building, you believe in it like so much and you think it's going to make a difference and you're hoping it makes a difference for many people out there. And so, um, it's, I don't know, it's so fun. Like I can, I can't think of any other, you know, better way of saying it right now, but yeah, it, it's, I'm just so happy to be a part of something like this. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to turn the tables on you for a sec. So what drew you to Babylon? So first I met you at Cosmoverse. That Cosmoverse is the first time I ever heard about Babylon. And it's funny because I literally had just talked to you and I went back inside and David uh, say was talking. And so um, whenever he started talking immediately, um, actually, I'm lying to you. I, I saw him right before he went on stage and he was just like looking around stage. I thought he was part of the Omniflix team because he was just like making sure that all this stuff was set up correctly. So I thought he was part of the, you know, the, te the tech team or something. And um, he started talking up there. I thought, was, I thought he was about to do a mic check or something, but um, I learned who he was. He's a professor at Stanford. And so at first I was like, oh man, okay, I got to, you know, that already drew my interest. He talked about um, how they told Ethereum that their proof of stake work that they had done so far was bad. And so they're showing them like the mistakes they had made. And then they finally, Ethereum finally uh, reached back out to them and acknowledged that they were right, that they had made a mistake. So I was like, man, this team is so smart. Like it really, that really like started kind of blowing me away. But then what really caught my interest was just the timestamping that they did. Cause that's all they talked about at the time, which was um, for me as a staker to be able to access my tokens before 21 days that's what I really liked. I was like, oh, okay. Because I had been part of so many other ecosystems. Whenever I would want to unbond my tokens, I'd have to wait. With Zillica, it'd be like 30 days. With other ones, it'd be 28, 21. And I was like, this is forever. I don't even know why I wanted to unstake it by the time I get it back. So um, to me, for Babylon to be able to change that to literally like hours, um, I really felt like truly finally, you know, you know, how you say your keys, your wallet. Well, then I really felt like it, they were my tokens. Like I could truly do what I wanted to do. So for a user experience, that meant a lot to me. And then just having that Bitcoin security, I was like, I like I've always been very bullish into Bitcoin. So just being able to give Bitcoin more utility at that was pretty huge. And so I walked away from it like I was really awestruck. I couldn't stop talking about Babylon. I went back to the Cosmos Spaces team, and so I was like, I need to interview them. And so at the loop party, I talked to Vitalis, and I was able to um, to tell him, like, hey, whenever we get back home, I want to do a space with you guys. And so I, I did a space with David uh, in October. Uh, maybe it was, like, late October, like maybe, like, a week or two after Cosmoverse. And so th that was that. I, I, that was over. Well, Tricky at the time started working for Evmos. He was part of Cosmos Spaces. Then Gain started uh, to talk to the Stargaze. And I was like, man, am I going to be the only guy from Cosmos Spaces that's not working with the protocol? Like, that can't be. So I was like, you know, I just sat back and I thought, okay, who would I want to work with? And immediately, like, the only one I thought about was Babylon, just because I believed in 
their leader, which was David and Fisher. And I believed in like the what they were working on and how they could give utility something that no one else was doing. So I reached out to Shalini, who used to work for eMoney, had just recently started working at Babylon. And I was like, hey, um, I don't know what I could provide for Babylon, but if there's ever anything that you'd think I would be a good fit for, you know, just let me know. And so um, she loves gains, and that's what really saved me, I think. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's how I actually ended up working for Babylon was just luckily through the contact of, of Shalini and then just the team knowing a little bit about me. And Cosmos Space is really, because you interview so many different protocols and people, it really is an awesome place to network. Like, um, you just get to know everyone. I think that's huge. You, you know, just networking is, is so important. But yeah, that's what really like drew me into Babylon. That's how I ended up working over here. So it's been a blast. I've been working here since April. So in October, I was only, I've been here for six months. So half of what you've been there with, with Archway. But yeah, it's been very enjoyable. That's awesome to hear. And yeah, you guys do a really, really good job in networking. Like there's not a single guy from Cosmos, Cosmos Spaces that I don't absolutely love. You guys are, are really great. You're really personable. And you really know what you're talking about, too. Like, your interviews are always very interesting, very well-researched. And you ask good questions, which is part of what makes it really exciting and, and interesting. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that's true. Like, and I think also what helps is, like, we're just, we really tap into just being, you know, a, a person and so we really are really personable and just kind of it really truly feels like just hanging out just having a chat you know amongst friends like it and I, I think that really does help the conversation get going so I, I do appreciate your kind words for sure yeah absolutely um so I know that you switched it on me. So is there anything else you wanted to ask me since you're switching, you turned it around on me yeah I mean do you want to give like a TLDR on Babylon I'd love to hear it from you guys Okay. So when I first started, it was all about timestamping. And so um, I knew that there was other things that they were going to be working on, but that's what drew my interest, which was uh, proof of stake chains have a vulnerability called long range attacks. Uh, the reason that there's a 21 day on, on bonding period in Cosmos is because if a validator who's active today is inactive tomorrow, they could fork the chain and say that they're an active validator and you wouldn't be able to distinguish the two. But with that 21-day unbonding period, then you then all the validators can you know decide together which one is the the true chain. So with Bitcoin, um, we take that long range away because no validator can say this is the correct chain if they don't have that Bitcoin timestamp on it. So it, it really does secure the chain. Like Bitcoin has such a high store of value that it would take so much money to do a 51% attack, you know, to, to be able to overthrow the, the blockchain. So it is truly the most secure, the less vol the least volatile of all the crypto assets. So um, that was what really caught my interest, you know, early on. And then um, something that we started working on, I don't even know exactly when they started working on this. I remember in February was the first time that uh, I started hearing about BTC staking. But, um, that is, you know, a little different to me. It it allows tokens to have uh, better tokenomics. Like there's a, let's say there's a new blockchain and they have to have crazy, you know, APR, APY in order to entice these new holders of this token to, um, to stake their tokens instead of just dumping them. And so by staking your Bitcoin, you give 
that security to the to the the new blockchain and it it allows these protocols to not have bad tokenomics to not have these crazy apys and actually allow their governance tokens to you know do what they're supposed to do without having to make them do too much and um to me it's cool also because like um, you don't have to pay these Bitcoin holders that are staking the same amount of APY. It can be a lot less than you would to a regular uh, person bonding this, the governance tokens for the protocol. So um, that's what we're doing so far. The, the BTC staking testnet is going to go live later on this year. We're currently on the timestamping testnet that Archway has joined. And um, we will be going mainnet uh, about right before the happening, right before, like during the summertime. I think it's early summertime next year. And then there's some other things down the road uh, roadmap that they're working on, uh, data availability and uh, liquidity marketplace. That's, I, you know, it's, it's crazy how much Fisher and David think up of and what they're capable of. It really amazes me every time. But yeah, that, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I think that that's um, tokenomics is something that we've been hearing about more and more um, in the Cosmos space as it has been maturing. Um, yeah. So a lot of like the, the regular Cosmos chains, like the, the OG ones, um, didn't really think too much on their tokenomics. I think they were they were more built by um, engineers and, and less, you know, considered by like tokenomics experts and stuff like that. And yeah. that's something that Archways really wanted to differentiate itself with. Right. Like we worked with the tokenomics expert for um, almost a year, trying to really design the tokenomics in a way that created a sustainable um, token that, you know, was able to hold its value, was able to secure the network, and at the same time, provide value to um, its token holders, right? Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things that are modeled after Ethereum as opposed to like normal Cosmos chains, like our fee burning mechanism and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't think people understand, like, the importance of tokenomics, because that is really what is securing the network. I mean, have, what has been your what has been the reaction that people have had when you say, like, oh, the, this is the reason behind the 21 day and bonding period? I feel like not a lot of people are aware of that. And yeah, they, they have no idea about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, oh, I just thought it was a thing that happens. <laughs> so do you do you get a lot of like that aha moment on like, oh, wow, tokenomics really do matter. And that's why there's so much debate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we do like they're they for sure like they are completely shocked, you know, by the reasoning behind it. But then they're like, oh, it makes sense, but it sucks that it has to be that way. Yeah, and here you guys are fixing that. Here we are. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they saw a problem and thought of a great, awesome solution. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited to be on your test net, and we're looking forward to your mainnet, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for, you know, for the part that you played in that. You definitely played a very integral part. You made me look very good at Cosmoverse. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to help. Anything for you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit more about Archway. Tell me, I know you, you talked about, you know, you, you guys talked to tokenomics experts and um, you really kind of did your homework before coming out with, you know, what you do. But um, what's like the origin of Archway? What, I, I know you weren't there at the very beginning, but you must know like what its purpose is and, you know, why it came about. Yeah. Um, so, Adrian, do you want to take this one or do you want me to go? I feel like I've been talking a lot. So. 
They can go ahead. Uh, kind of missed out question just now. Oh, no worries. No worries. All right. So, um, yeah. So Griffin, as as I mentioned earlier, he was an earlier, he's an early contributor to Ethereum. And uh, then, you know, joined up um, with the Tendermint team um, to, to build up the hub. But as an early contributor to Ethereum, he saw really that, that genesis of, um, you know, the chain and really just saw it grow into the, I guess, like the behemoth that it is today. Um, and he noticed this phenomenon where kind of like the people that originally, like initially contributed to it kind of like, you know, made a lot of money on Ethereum, you know, earned a lot of tokens and kind of just sat back and the people that were really continuing to build out the ecosystem. So the, the developers building on top of the chain and, um, you know, those actually using these protocols weren't really capturing any of the value that, um, ethereum has so like the value that ethereum that is created on ethereum by these protocols no one was capturing it so he saw kind of like this skewed almost centralized gas um situation on on ethereum and he was seeing that like there were you know the whales were getting bigger and you know different protocols that were growing on there that were really benefiting the chain and adding to that uh transaction amount on ethereum really weren't benefiting from um you know the value that they were adding so um after he left ethereum he kind of went on to um you know onto the tenderman team and he started playing around with the idea so he was uh i think he was leading product there and if i'm not mistaken and then at the same time um he was allowed to kind of like start incubating and working on his own project because obviously like the, the idea behind the cosmos hub is that you have a lot of like different um like different chains so this is an internet of blockchains as they called it so he was able to kind of create his own blockchain within um, while he was working on the hub. And he wanted a space where kind of like anyone could come in and the value that they contributed to the chain, they were able to take out. So the idea was that if you help Archway grow, then you will grow with it. So that's how the, the kind of like the fee sharing mechanisms came up and came about. So um, currently on Archway, if you're building um, on Archway, for every single usage your smart contracts receive, you get a portion of gas fees, um, a percentage of network inflation, and any premium that you add on to that. So you're able to harness that value that you're creating by enticing users to use your chain. So the more transactions you, um, you your DAP channels through on the on the blockchain, the more you earn. And it kind of synergizes and aligns DAP developers and the protocol in a way that wasn't seen before. And this has a lot of implications on governance in value add, value capture, and just general like incentivization of, of DAP developers, which is which is really awesome. Yeah, I, I always thought that was such a smart thing to do, especially because that's one of the things that you always hear in the cosmos is, you know, we need to attract more developers. And so I feel like there was a a problem seen and then you know something actually done about it which was a, a, a cool way to try to incentivize them to, to come on board yeah absolutely um what, what have been the biggest hurdles um for archway in in this mission that they've had um is it fair to say the bear market <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's true <laughs> Uh, I think it has been difficult to like get developers to really see uh, the Cosmos as an alternative to Ethereum, for example, or the other top 
blockchains out there. So like our visibility is a bit um, low right now. And we're just trying to tap into all these different communities and try to show, hey, what are our strong points? And um, I think like one of the major issues I've seen, especially for, for new devs, is that they think that Rust is a very complicated language and they don't want to really take that on. Like when they look at Solidity, it's such a simple language to learn. But simplicity comes with a lot of drawbacks as well. Um, yeah. There because you, <laughs> a lot of things that you'd want to do, it's, it's a bit difficult. You, you, you have to take on the hack type of mentality in, in order to implement certain things, which um, Rust really, um, you, you don't need to take that type of path if you want to implement complicated solutions within the Cosmosm space. So yeah, just trying to get a lot of devs onboarded has been an issue. And I think, yeah, it does, the beer market does uh, play a factor on that. issue. But um, yeah, I think we're trying to figure out ways in which, in which we can like um, go beyond that and um, get the devs, get the developer community excited about um, so, archway. So what are you guys doing? Are you guys like doing um like how 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 are y'all trying to reach out to different devs? Are you guys having like hackathons or like in what ways are you trying to reach out to different devs to know more about archway? Yeah, so hackathon so we've done I think two hackathons so far. I think the first one went well. Uh the second one we didn't get a, as a large large turnout because maybe it was too close to the first. But um, yeah, we're trying to utilize other means. So one thing that I think we're we're looking into is to see how best we can like get the archery messaging across better to a lot of the devs. Um, being more technical in term in, in our message delivery. Um, and be an increase in our presence in the various communities um, that have these uh, blockchain devs right now. Because right, it's it, uh, com compared to the Web two world, like we know the various communities that those devs will usually uh, visit and disc have discussions and share ideas and stuff. But Web three is a bit um, new. Um, so it's in its infancy and it's a bit difficult to try to find that structure where we can then hey, tap into the various discussions and like share what the benefits of archery, archery um, share the benefits of archery is to try to um, get these devs um, excited to come on board. So yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit difficult at this point, um, but we're, we're getting there. Do, do you see that becoming easier or do you think it's going to be difficult for the time being? Has the as the dev well for for example the cosmos space I think I did some research and like I think about two thousand devs currently uh, participate in in the various cosmos chains right now which is a bit small compared to what I think over twenty some thousand twenty thousand plus on Ethereum I'm not sure about um, Bitcoin. But yeah, I think the, the dev community is a bit small um, within the Cosmos in space. And um, yeah, we're just trying to figure out how we can grow that. Um, but it, it, it will take some time. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to add on to that, I think we're also kind of like experiencing this catch 22 where our value proposition comes in with usage. And 
um, there's not a lot of users in, in Cosmos. Like I think like the, the most active wallets you'll see in a day on the hub is like 10K, which is really not a lot, you know, because that is like the hub. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, when you, um, when you think about it, it's like you, you kind of, to prove out the Archway use case, you need um, people using the applications that are being built out. And, you know, you need more developers to build out cool applications to, to get them more users. And it becomes this kind of like chicken and egg situation. But currently, like, there's so much that we're doing within Phylabs, really. Like, the DevX team is building out really great tooling to make it easier for developers to deploy. Adrian has done, like, a phenomenal job. Like, he is the the mastermind behind our doc site. He's done so many great things, like, just creating our documentation and um, making sure that it's, you know, readable and easy and, and you know, intuitive for developers. And then on the other side, um, we, you know, our... our NetOps team and our protocol team are consistently doing research and kind of figuring out ways to make it easier for developers. And then on the marketing side, um, we're working on kind of reaching out to those retail users. And because of the bear market, it's a little tough because, you know, during the bear market, you don't have a lot of DeFi users um, and stuff like that. But um, we're seeing it grab, like build some traction. And um, yeah, I think it's it's a case of like we're slowly but surely um, things are falling into place and doing better. And I think it's just going to continue building up steadily for the next couple, like through the next couple of months. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it kind of come to fruition. Yeah, no, me too. I'm, I'm excited to keep seeing what um, Archway does. I, I actually was hoping uh, I could ask, I could have asked Max about a tweet he had made earlier today mm-hmm. about like, what um archway has been up to um because like uh he had posted that they had teamed up with with y'all had teamed up with dora hacks and so i was gonna ask y'all about that a little bit um Uh, so maybe you know the answer to that (laughs) yes we love the dora hacks team oh we co-hosted our um first hackathon with the dora hacks team and it was so successful the guys are really great um, and they're, they're really professional in terms of like running hackathons and kind of funding solutions and stuff like that. So currently we have a quadratic funding round. So essentially, um, the Archway Foundation has put up 300K Arch, um, and we've nominated, I think it's 13 teams that are building on Archway, which are really early start. Like, so some of them have started building, some of them are just beginning to build and some of them are a little bit further along, but they're very small teams um kind of like building i think like their first or second apps and they like that and um you know we really like big dev small dev experienced dev non-experienced dev like archway is for is built by devs for devs yeah exactly so um it's kind of like a fun way to have these um have these applications which are, are really just starting out get some marketing attention you know uh start marketing themselves and compete in this quadratic funding round where the community gets to vote for any of these 13 teams and then whatever the community votes for is reflected in the distribution of the 300k arch that the foundation put up so Mm -hmm. it's it's like a quadratic funding they have a few um you know like a few equations in there just to make sure that everyone kind of gets a piece of the pie um even if they don't get a, a lot of votes just to make it a little bit more fair um, but it's, it's a really cool initiative. All, all of y'all who, if you're listening to this space, you should, you should definitely go and vote. Um, it's, it's a really great way to kind of support, um, you know, smaller devs that are just starting out in space. And, um, we're really excited to be, um, ah, there we go again with the word excited. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I think it's a really great way to kind of, um, showcase the developers that are building and, and bring new people into the space. 
So where can I go to vote? You can go to DoraHacks.com, sir. Oh, Dora is Hacks. it DoraHacks.com or IO? I, I never, <laughs> I'm always wrong with these, with Wait, these I'll, I'll tell you. some things. Is that IO? It's .io. Okay, so DoraHacks.io. <laughs> um, if you go to R2AHQ um, and you check out our latest tweets, you'll find all the links there and the instructions to, to vote. Um, it's pretty straightforward. You just connect your wallet um, and cast your vote. So there's no KYC, no whitelist. Um, you can just go ahead and, and go straight in and, and vote. So you, ha- you had me at no KYC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> privacy, guys, privacy. Privacy. So um, tell us what's in store for Archway. I know we've talked a lot about it, but, you know, where's some cool things coming here in the future that you guys are excited about? Adrian Critter. Yeah, so we are we have a few upgrades coming. Like we have the new 5.0 upgrade, which has a lot of improvements. I think one of the you were talking about um the unbounding um period. I think the new upgrade allows you to even cancel uh an unbounding request. So usually, like if you made a mistake, or even if you didn't make a mistake, if you executed an unbounding request, you would have to wait the 21 days for that to be completed in order to then stake again. But now I think you can cancel that unbounding request. So there are, there are a number of um, changes coming in terms of this big upgrade, but it will take some time because uh, we are moving from a 4.0 to, not 4.0, um, 4.46 to 0.47. Um, the Cosmos SDK. So there are a lot of changes and we have to make sure we battle test everything to make sure all the contracts and everything work. So we're, we're currently pushing to DevNet and then we'll push to testnet and then mainnet um, within short order. Okay. Um, outside of that, we have a number of modules that we're, we're working on. I think we just launched the, a multi-sig solution as well. So if you want to create, and I think we have another team working on a multi-sig solution similar to SAFE. Um, but we've um, launched an, uh, an open source multi-sig solution that you can um, deploy yourself and, and build that solution. It's, I think it's based on Dodo. Um, but we're also working on a callback module to allow for like a cron job type setup uh, within the space. So currently, like if you want to execute a cron job, for example, you would have to... Um, work you'd have to implement like a some third party solution outside of um the blockchain to then listen to various events and then execute but with this um solution um you can like do everything on chain so um it's a bit more robust and i think a few other chains have so similar solutions but we've we've learned from the the shortfalls of those solutions and um, i think we will find um, or solution of it. So we should have that module soon as well. And also we're creating like a registry, a contract registry. And this might be something that we'll like hopefully share with, with other chains so they can implement something similar. So if you, on, on Ethereum, you can submit uh, the, the structure of your contract or you can submit the, your entire contract on scan, for example. So someone could then figure out, hey, this particular type of contract exists and I can tap into it, whatever. So we're creating a, a similar solution. It's not required for devs to really 
um, upload their contract code and stuff like that. So if you want to keep that um, private, then that's still um, possible. But we just want to allow for a lot more integrations, allow for um, dApps to really find other solutions that they can integrate with easily. So we had that solution um, um, coming on board as well. Well, yeah, we're we're trying to be innovative <laughs> and um, thinking outside the box and stuff. So and we're we're really listening to the devs and what they need. So yeah, I think a lot of there are a lot of stuff coming. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. So glad that you guys are doing that. Obviously, that's you know why you uh, why Archway was started and you're really taking to heart, you know, listening to the devs to see what they need. I was going to ask you, Adrian, because I, I thought I read somewhere about some protocol. I, I was going to ask you if Archway is the first one to do that, the to cancel the unbonding. I, I thought I read someone was doing that, but I don't remember if it was Archway. Are you all the first team to do that in Cosmos? Yeah, I don't I don't think we are the first to upgrade to this version of the, the, the SDK. I think Juno might have done it. So that feature okay. should be available. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a welcome addition to um, the feature set. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Is there um, anything that you guys want to talk about that I haven't asked you about yet? I think we've covered a lot, actually. We we have. We've done a pretty good job, Valeria. Pat yeah. ourselves on the back a little bit. Oh, I definitely am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, is there anything about Babylon that you, you care to share with the audience? Uh, let me think. I've, I've I've mentioned the big like we do have an ambassador program. Um, it's in month three, I believe. It's been it's been a lot of fun. I, I see a lot of our ambassadors here in, in the crowd, so it's, it has been a lot of fun. I've been uh, a big part of that, you know. So um, that's good. So if, if you do want to join the Babylon ambassador program, uh, go to our website and there's a form in there if you want to get involved. And that actually was something I was going to ask you. Is there a way for the audience to be more involved in what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. So you guys can follow us on Twitter. Join um, our Telegram announcements channel. Uh, hit us up on Discord. We have some Zealy Quest boards. We also have an ambassador program. Actually, our top and the like ambassador extraordinaire is listening. She's Wendy. If you guys see her, shout out to Wendy. She's the best ambassador ever. Um, and... Yeah, we're, we're, you know, kicking up local meetups all over the world. So the first ones will be in Lisbon. So if any of you listening are in Lisbon, we'll be hosting a few events there. And go vote, vote, vote on the quadratic funding round. You guys can actually vote for a few of the, um, of, of a number of our teams. One of them is Pseudostake. They're listening right now and they have a really cool new logo. So shout out to Pseudostake. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really exciting. So, um, Ah, there I go again with that word. I really <laughs> got to expand my vocabulary. Uh, Valeria, did you know that Wendy's a double agent? Is she really? No way. She's, she's one of our top ambassadors too. <laughs> so, yeah, she's phenomenal, honestly. She's so yeah, she's so knowledgeable. She hosted a like a community space yesterday with Dapper, and um, I really enjoyed it there. It was great to see like how knowledgeable they are and how well they know the blockchain space so kudos yeah. to them i gave them a props but now i'm doing it officially so thank you guys for doing that that was awesome yeah absolutely wendy actually hosted one of our um our first our archway meetup in nigeria um the other day there's pictures on our on our uh twitter if you guys want to check that out oh yeah definitely really great yeah does awesome. a really great job it's becoming the wendy love fest i like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we got to celebrate our ambassadors for sure yeah no for yeah it 
it does make it like for me, ever since we did start ambassador program, it's made it a lot more enjoyable to be in the discord, a lot more enjoyable to be part of the community. Like you really do see those passionate people and seeing them, you know, about like really does push you. So it's, it's I'm very grateful for them. Yeah, 100%. It's really cool to kind of have, you know, have a community of people that share your vision, believe in what you're doing and want to help you get there. Um, so I, I really love seeing all the work they put into it. Um, our ambassador program is is currently being revamped. So soon we'll have a lot more stuff for you guys to do um, in our ambassador program. So definitely go check that out. Vote in our quadratic funding round. Um, follow us on Twitter. And yeah, the whole nine yards. Awesome. I think I'll talk to you behind the scenes about the ambassador program because there's still a lot for us to learn too. And so, yeah. 100%. <laughs> My telegram's always open. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Valeria, first of all, for holding the fort for so long because, you know, Adrian had to answer all those bots to prove he was real for so <laughs> <laughs> early on, you know. So thank you for, you know, being a part of this. I know Max couldn't join us today, but you guys did awesome. I barely missed him. So. <laughs> uh, I missed him a little. He's always very fun on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to schedule one soon, you know, to to get him to get him to talk with us. But hopefully, we can do this again a couple months down the road. See where both our protocols are at, you know, and share with the community, you know, uh, latest news. So, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for hosting this. Um, it's always great to be on and, and talk to you and i hope i see you somewhere soon another cosmoverse <laughs> yeah, so. yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see one, one of these places adrian yeah. thank you for, for joining us uh, and for answering all those questions super knowledgeable guy uh definitely yeah, no problem. You're, you're one of the backbones there at Pylabs. awesome guys thank you so much all right good all evening right. Right, Thanks. have a good night okay. bye-bye Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here Looking faceless Trying to make a living Selling friendship bracelets Dead ends Dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken knives. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knives, and then to end a long day, eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over the impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Eats, tearing apart your communitility All these low-hanging fruits 
sparing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Ten spaces.